Welcome to Live Your Full Life NAB podcast. So we are on our last teaching on the subject of forgiveness. Uh, we've covered a lot so far. Hopefully you have listened to every single one because it's a step-by-step process and making you understand the consequences of not forgiving and walking in unforgiveness versus the freedom, the blessings that you can receive from walking in forgiveness. So um, this is our last step and um, hopefully you've learned some something from it. Uh, But really the first step is um, for you to decide that you're ready to be happy again, that you're just tired of venting, that you're tired of reliving the past. Um, You're you're tired of being angry and bitter and negative and that what happened in the past will no longer affect you, that you're and it will no longer have any effect on your life and your future. So that's a decision that you have to make. Nobody can make that decision for you. Nobody can tell you what to do. I'm just telling you what the scripture says in regards to forgiveness and what's going to happen if you do and what's going to happen if you don't. Um, again, Deuteronomy 30, 19, God never forces us to do anything. He always gives us choices. He points us to the right direction, but he says it's your choice. You make a choice which direction you want to go. Remember, it says, I have given you, uh, I have set before you life and death blessing and curses now choose life so that your life may go well it's something like that i have that verse memorized um so i may have not said it exactly word by word but it's something along those lines that i just said so again it's your choice the first step is you have to make a decision that you from this point on you want to be free um you don't want to live in the past anymore you want to let go and you want to enjoy god's blessings and enjoy the rest of your life Um, And just remember that God's power is a supernatural power that can break the power of unforgiveness in your life. Uh, Any any power that unforgiveness has over you. Remember, unforgiveness is sin. Sin can hold us in bondage. Sin has power, can have power over us. And not only that, it gives a way for the enemy to work in our lives, to wreak havoc. Even as far as bringing sickness and disease to our uh, physical body. So just write it on a piece of paper. Unforgiveness equals sin. Um, So God has supernatural power to break that power over us, to set us free from that bondage, from that rage, from that anger that's just brewing inside of us, from that resentment, the bitterness, you know, um, the thoughts of revenge. Let it all go. Give it all to God. Let it all go. Tell God to heal you and to cleanse you from all that. Um, So we kind of talked about how we can start that healing process. And that's by knowing and obe- and being in obedience to the word of God. Do acknowledge that unforgiveness is a sin and you don't want to give a foothold to the enemy into your life, okay? You want to shut that door by walking in forgiveness. So you might say, well, I don't feel like it. Yes, I do want to forgive now or I ask God to forgive, help me forgive, but I'm my emotions are the same. I still don't like that person. My feelings haven't changed for that person, so I don't think I have forgiven. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about your feelings. Our feelings can, you know, change from minute to minute. We have to go by the decisions that we decide to make. So if your decision is to follow God, don't worry about your how you feel or what your emotion is. Every part of you might want to hold on to that pain. And if you've done it for a long time, it's become like you're comfortable with it. You kind of without you knowing, like having that pain, but it's time to let it go. So you're not cheated out of the joy, out of the good life that God has in store for you. 
Um, so again, I said that's on the previous podcast, pray for your enemies. Uh, you're going to say, how do I pray? What do I say? Just say, God, uh, change that person's heart, bring them close to you, let them get to know you, um, let them acknowledge their sin before you show their sin and heal them, heal their brokenness. So pray uh, out of love for that person and then let God deal with them. And remember, I said, don't talk about them anymore. And James 4.11 does say that, that we're not supposed to slander one another. And he who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. And when you judge the law, you're not keeping it, but you're sitting in judgment on it. And in other words, when we judge people, we're playing God. Okay. I may have not read that in the last podcast, but anyway, this is James 4.11. Um, so again, no matter how you feel, um, don't go, don't worry about your feelings. You know, you make a decision to do what God's telling you to do. Choose obedience to God over your feelings, your emotions, and overcome evil with good. That's what the Bible says, right? Um, so again, uh, one easy way would be to accept what happened, journal, or talk to a therapist. Uh, choose to go to a therapist, or you can choose a trusted, you know, we call them a safe and somebody who's safe and sane, um, as one of the Christian psychologists points out, is somebody that you can trust who's safe, who wants the best for you. And you can talk to them about what happened and you have to grieve over it. You have to let this information be processed in your brain, you know, and so you can get over it. Um, and then make a decision that you're not going to curse that person anymore. You're not going to slander them anymore. Um, another thing I want to say is that you, you might be living with the person that has done you wrong. They're in your life. And now, you know, you're listening to this teaching as far as forgive this person. And you might think that, well, their actions have hurt me. Um, what they did wasn't okay. And if I decide to forgive them, then they may think this is a green light to do it again. And they may think that it's okay for them to... Um, you know, repeat their behavior and they can hurt me again. So for me to protect myself, I should not forgive them. That's not what forgiveness is. Okay. Forgiveness doesn't mean you open the door to abuse again. It doesn't say that at all. Um, so what good can come out of this? I would say, again, first, your first step is to talk to God, talk to a therapist, talk to a person that loves you and tell them what happened and seek wisdom from God. But sometimes telling the other person, if this person is living with yours in your life, it's good to like confront them in a way and you let them know how their actions hurt you, how it caused you um, to feel broken or, uh, you know, cause damage to you, to your whatever, to your finances, to your emotions, to, to time that you wasted. Um, and if they're unwilling to um, change and acknowledge that they did anything wrong, and this person still has to be in your life, somehow you're connected to them, then I would say, again, get counsel. You know, the Bible says, when many advisors plan succeed, and knowing how to set boundaries between you and this person. So if this person is going to be in your life, and that's like you have no choice, or you've made a decision that, yes, they will always be part of your life, then you need to learn how, first, to forgive that person, second, how to set boundaries with them, um, and again, educate yourself. There's great boundary books written by Christian authors out there. Um, get those books, read them. There's even Bible studies on those, seriously, on how to set boundaries. But educate yourself on how to set boundaries between you and this person 
and then exercise that boundary. So you have forgiven that person. You're not going to let them hurt you again. They are in your life. You have peace about it. But if they try, if they're overstepping their boundaries, you will stop them. You will not allow them to hurt you again. Um, so again, that's going to come with, you need other people to help you get through this process. Okay. Um, I'm going to read you guys some scripture as far as how important it is for you to have a joyful heart and letting go of your anger. Because if then we keep resentment, anger, bitterness, um, you know, all that darkness inside of, it can literally cause dis-ease or discomfort to our flesh, to our body. It can bring us sickness and disease. You don't want that, do you? Um, look what Proverbs 17, 22 says. It says, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Wow. So if your heart is joyful, it's like it's literally healing your body all the time. You know, whatever is attacking your body, let's say even if it's a mere cold virus bacteria, if you're happy, if you're in a, and this is scientifically proven, what happens when you're joyful, when you're happy? Your body goes into a different mode where it becomes a lot stronger, your immune system is stronger, and it can battle things that come against it. Um, Psalm 51.10, I believe, it says, uh, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So ask God, say, Lord, give me a clean slate. You promised that in Proverbs 15, uh, Psalm, I'm sorry, Psalm 51, 10. Um, you're saying that you can create in me a new heart. What does that mean? A new heart, a heart that is not broken anymore, a heart that's not hurt anymore, a heart that doesn't you know, harbor resentment or anger or bitterness or anything like that anymore. That's free. It's free and it's joyful. So ask God to give you that heart. And um, another verse that I would like to share, it's Proverbs 15, 15. It says, all the days of the oppressed are wretched, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. So what is it saying? God wants you to have a cheerful heart. Uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, listen, listen to him. He wants you to be happy. It says a cheerful, if you have a cheerful heart, it has a continual face. You're continually happy. You're full of joy. Don't you want that? And just imagine how much you're going to benefit people that are in your life, people that are connected to you. If they see you joyful, if they see you full of hope, if they see you full of light, that you're not holding on to anger, because trust me, when you hold on to unforgiveness, it is not just affecting you. Not only you open the door to the enemy, it is affecting your physical body, your health. It is also affecting people very close to your immediate family. It's affecting their lives. So it's doing a whole lot more damage than you think. So if you think you're entitled to hold on to unforgiveness, but see what this entitlement is bringing you. And honestly, give up that entitlement to God. Say, I don't want it. I forgive. I let it go. Pray for that person. Um, obviously, you know, the enemy influenced them to do or say things that hurt you um, and let God to heal your heart. All those verses, look it up again. Proverbs 17, 22, Psalm 51, 10, Proverbs 15, 15. Write them on a you know, three by five card, carry them with you. And um, again, I most of you would need, if, you, if, the, if there was a traumatic event in your life, you would need the help of other people to go through this, um, th this time of, um, confessing and mourning and healing. But once you come out of it, you're going to be a new person. And if you say, no, it's too painful. I don't want to deal with it. Well, how painful it is to live like this for the rest of your life. And again, it doesn't just affect you. It affects your loved ones. So if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your loved ones, shut the doors of the enemy, 
and say, no more, you can't operate in my life anymore because I'm in obedience to God and I'm walking in love, even with my enemies. I have forgiven them. So trust me, you will benefit from it. Trust me, you're going to wake up full of energy, joyful, happy, looking forward to a bright future. You're going to start being creative and making plans for a good life. Why? Because you chose to obey God. So hopefully this teaching uh, sheds some light on how God sees unforgiveness in our lives and how he wants to help us to let go and he wants to heal us. Um, so I'm going to end this teaching here. And until the next teaching, which is going to be a new topic, God be with you and God bless you.